Welcome back to another episode of Spice Things Up. I am your mischievous host, Jacob Benson. Joining me here today is my socially Irish friend, Brendan Merkel. Brendan, it is St. Patrick's Day. It's cold and rainy. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I, I like the the socially Irish. That's uh, I think everyone's a little socially Irish today, right? Hundred percent. I'm fiscally and socially Irish today. Yeah, and we're and we're both wearing a little bit of green in here. You could probably use a little more, but I'm, right. I'm wearing college green. Yeah, it's covered up by red though, so it doesn't it doesn't really count. I get cold in the studio. <laughs> that's, that's I'm wearing fair. a jacket. That's yeah, fair. but uh, Brennan, it is the best time of the year for kids like us. I am just still mortified that um. Our spring break was robbed from us this year, but, um, you know, still it's St. Patrick's day. Like I'm definitely looking forward to going to the bar across the street and get some $2 green beers after this is over. <laughs> I, I will. Unfortunately, I can't do that today. I mean, if, if St. Patty's day fell on any other day, maybe towards the weekend more, I would probably be down, but Wednesday nights, man, they're smack dab in the middle of the week. That's a that's a weak ruiner, if you ask me. Yeah, it's a holy day of obligation for uh, college students. I'll say that. But yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, Brennan maybe does. for the degenerates like you. <laughs> I hate you right now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyways, yeah. So we got an awesome show today. We got our friend Matt Walls joining the show to talk about some uh, some March Madness basketball. Oh yeah. Bracket ball? I don't racket. know. I was trying to do something with that. Bracket ball? Huh? Racket ball? No, it was like bracket bracket ball, like basketball we did brackets you get what i'm saying all right but anyway uh brendan let's go sorry good yeah so brendan as a bears fan i want to hear kind of how you're dealing with the uh the whole andy dalton edition yeah so we'll just get right into it there's been a lot of uh a lot of the free agency was just opened up in the nfl so a lot of stuff has been happening this past week um Main thing as a Bears fan, uh, Andy Dalton was signed to a one-year contract, $10 million by the Chicago Bears, um, and I'm pissed. I'm, I'm actually livid. You had a very funny tweet yesterday that was actually during our class, and it yeah, just so says, I was don't call or text. And oh, sorry, I didn't mean to steal that from you. No, I mean, it. Th- there's so many aspects of it that's just horrible, but to make things just incredibly worse... The news broke while me and Jacob were both in our capstone class, and it was brought up to me while I was talking. So I ex- had to explain to everyone that Andy Dalton was was signed by the Bears, and everyone laughed. Um, yeah, I actually was losing my shit, not laughing. <laughs> I had my my mic off, and I was leaning back. I almost fell over in my chair. I my because face, of your reaction. I don't know how I looked like on Zoom, but I just felt just just filled with rage like i my face was probably like bright red i i was so pissed i mean the worst part about it like as a bears fan is we were just teased for weeks about potential franchise quarterbacks like deshaun watson russell wilson even like there was like at one point where people were talking about how Dak Prescott wanted to get out from the Cowboys or how that might have not happened. That one was a little far-fetched, but I was like, oh, this is one of the most like rich, moments. rich free agencies that there's ever been for quarterbacks. And who do the Bears get? Andy Dalton. I I couldn't believe it. It's not a step up from what we had last year. It's not a step up from Trubisky. I was I was fine with moving on from Trubisky. I think the Bears needed to. But this is like the worst 
decision I think you could make at quarterback. Are you on board with uh, kind of hoping that the Bears have a horrible season and then uh, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace finally get fired? Well, that's the thing. P- Pace and Nagy are at the the end of their contract right now, so I'm pretty sure this is their year last year anyway. So I don't know what their plan is. I've Maybe read... they sabotage the Bears on purpose. See, that's what it's it like almost feels FU. like. To me, it feels like that. But I know, like I've read other places that you know they aren't, they don't want to compromise the Bears' future with their last year. But to me, that's a bullshit excuse because I I don't know what they're going to do in the draft. I feel like they're still going to try and draft a quarterback. To it's gonna it's the same exact situation that when we drafted Mitch mm-hmm. and then we signed like Mike Glennon right before. And you had these two just both shitty quarterbacks on the same roster. And so now we're in the same exact position. We have a sweet defense. We had a much better defense than when Mitch came. So they're kind of in like a position where they can compete, but they're not, they just, they've ruined everything. Do you not see them going to the playoffs now? No, we'd be, I think we'll be lucky if we're not last place in NFC North. Okay. Well, and, yeah, because, I mean, Jared Goff with the Lions. I yeah, I mean, see, uh, and honestly, Jared Goff, he's a downgrade, in my opinion, from Matt Stafford, but he's still better than fair. anyone the Bears have. That's true. Um, Kirk Cousins is better than anyone the Bears have. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love might be better than anyone the Bears have. So I think we have the two worst <laughs> quarterbacks in the NFC North. Uh, out of the NFC North, I would probably have to agree with you right now. Yeah, it's messed up. But, I mean, if I'm the, if I'm the Seahawks, like – I would not have wanted to give up Russ. Oh, no. And I actually saw something recently. They are trying their absolute hardest to keep him there. And like I, they're I, not letting him go anywhere. Yeah, because there's. I saw what the Bears offered Russ. It was like three first-rounders. It was like two key defensive players or just like key, two key players. Um, and it was maybe something else thrown in there. I don't remember. But I was like, that's not enough. Like, if I'm the Seahawks, like, you're getting what the Bears pick 20th in this draft. That's not going to get you a good player. That's not going to get you a Russ-type player. Mm-hmm. And that then you're thinking like, well, then the Bears with Russ are probably going to be good for the next two years at least. So those two draft picks are going to be like upper 20s. So they're not going to get their drafts, draft stock that they wanted from those two picks. And so that leaves them with like two defensive players maybe. And there's I wouldn't want to take that if I'm the Seahawks. That's given up your – best player one of your best players of all time so i get it for them but for the bears screw you i hate you you only hate them because you love them i do you you love them out of or i don't know is it hate out of love or love out of hate Uh, either sounds right to me but it's like i sincerely considered i had a long sit down with myself (laughs) after this happened was like can i root for a different franchise like can i change allegiance and I just, I can't, I don't know how people do it, but I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't think, I was like, let me, let me think hard enough to like the Chargers, but I couldn't do it. Why the Chargers? Because they've got some cool things going for them. They've got a cool quarterback. They just got a, a good offensive lineman or something and they'll be fine. But the Bears are just ass, dude. It's such a joke of a franchise. I need all their upper management to just... Pass away peacefully. In their sleep. Yep. Well, Brendan, I was going to say this. So, because kind of going back to you contemplating wanting to root for another team. I was just thinking about this too. Really? So, you're from Neighborville, Illinois. Uh So, kind of right outside Chicago. 
there's really no team that's local besides the Bears that's not an NFC North team. Yeah. So you'd literally have to like pick someone else in that division and your friends would hate you for the rest of your life. No, you I could that. never choose another NFC North team. The Lions, you know, every once in a while I'll be like, oh, good for the Lions. But I know one that, Lions fan. Other than that, I can't I can't change allegiances. It's too hard. Yeah. It's like it's like it, it runs through my blood. Well, know? I mean, if you, I feel like anybody that's from the greater Chicago area just bleeds brown and orange or black, blue and orange, blue and orange. Blue and orange. Yeah. My bad. Um, but dude, yeah, like there is just there are so many times where people that are just growing up with these teams and like it's part of them. Yeah. Like there is definitely a, a like social identity culture around them. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like this happens. You kind of just have to bite the bullet and move on. Yeah, we'll see. And all you dude. can do is hope for a positive season. It's probably not going to hit me until September until comes September, around. Yeah. And I see Andy Dalton walking on the field in a Bears jersey. And you know that. He's going to get booed as soon as he goes on oh the field. My God. You know that, right? And I, I don't really feel bad because it's it's not Andy Dalton's fault. But I'm still gonna blame him for pretty much everything. Just cause you got to put a face to the name, you know. Exactly. It, you have you, you know that famous like pregame warm up speech that he tried to give to the Bengals, where it was so monotone and his voice. He literally used an inside voice, like in the tunnel right before they ran out on the field. Hey guys, and, like, he's like, really he's like playmakers on three, one, two, three, and everyone's like playmakers. That's it, that's who I know Andy Dalton as. My name is Andy Dalton. I have red hair. <laughs> I played football for the Dallas Cowboys, and now I'm on the Chicago Bears. And, yeah, let's go have a good game, guys. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky never threw a pick six in his career, so they switch it with the guy who I think has probably thrown the most. So (laughs) I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to be a shameful year. I was more surprised, not by him even getting picked up, but the contract they gave him. It's he's gonna that's a more expensive contract than I think Mitch Trubisky will sign somewhere else. Yeah, which just caught me so off guard. Like, because I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick got a very similar deal, so I'm like, okay, they're kind of just giving a lot of the league vets. Like, I feel like this is probably, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, let's be honest, he's got like one or two years left in him. Yeah, but he's still way cooler and he's still way cooler. So, yeah, Washington's gonna have a fun year with him, exactly. But, um, yeah, dude, like, well, so what was that? Like, there was like a three million dollar incentive, wasn't there? For Andy Dalton to even was it to come it play was, or to stay after a year? No, it it was incentives. It's probably going to be like if they make the playoffs or if he throws for, oh, if for he God's or sake. if he doesn't throw fifteen interceptions because he's going to. They're probably like, hey man, if you don't throw twenty five picks, we'll give you three million dollars, please. And he's like, I'm going to do it. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like you have to try to at that point. No, I need. He only practices interceptions at practice. Seriously, dude. He's like, I'm just getting the defense warmed up. But he's, <laughs> just kidding, defense warmed up. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be atrocious, dude. Andy Dalton's a scout team quarterback for sure. Yeah, I, I don't really know any Bears fans that were happy with the decision. I can't imagine Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy did this, and we're like. This is good. Oh, Chicago's going to love this. Yeah. We're going to be the heroes of the city. So I don't know if they've got something else planned. Part of me thinks they're going to try to just draft somebody in the draft, like maybe Mac Jones, which I'm not happy about either. That's like another spitting image of Mitch had like one good year. And then they just, he's like, he's college Mitch. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a college, he's a college player. I don't think he's an NFL caliber type player but i think he could still be better than andy dalton 
I would rather I would rather watch Mac Jones than Andy Dalton for sure. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, well, we just franchise tagged Allen Robinson. If I'm Allen Robinson, I see this as a slap to the face, and I'm probably going to sit out, hold out till I either get paid or I get trades traded somewhere else that I can actually, you know, play with a good quarterback for once. Um, from the defense, I'm pissed because now they're probably going to be on the field for eighty percent of the games. So it's like we have a good defense. Yeah, who's your defensive coordinator? Uh, we just brought up our cornerback coach. I should know his name or safeties coach. But anywho, defense is going to have to do a lot of conditioning just to, like throughout the summer and at the beginning of the year, just to be yeah. ready because they know for, I'm pretty sure they already know like, oh, damn it. We're going to be on the field for like three quarters a game. Yeah. And and plus to add on to that, we still have Nick Foles under contract under a pretty fat contract. So it's uh, Bears don't know what they're doing. They should hire me. I'm, I could probably do it better. I've played Madden franchise a couple of You are of looking times. for a job. Yeah. I'm looking for a job. Uh, I've won multiple championships in Madden, so that's we'll very franchise impressive. mode too. Yeah. So yeah. you got one hell of a portfolio behind yeah, you. Exactly. Thank you. Oh yeah, you're gonna ring the Patriots too. Yeah. So they're other than the Bears, we'll we'll try and cloud that for now. I can try and forget about it for now. I'm here for you. But I'll um, yeah. So Cam's back, which is kind of I did not expect it. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, I mean. The Patriots went crazy bill belichick went nuts in free agency um what do you think do you think this is uh, you think that's a healthy thing for a team to do is just spend a shit ton of money on free agency yeah well i mean considering they had like a very average season below average season they're not going to get like a great like they're not gonna have a horrible traffic but you can't really rely on that to fix your team because you know when you got guys like tom brady that's your literally your bread and butter like that's the guy like that dynamic is the reason they have uh, what is it, six Super Bowls now because of like with him on the team? Yeah. So, you know, you got to just kind of do whatever you got to do. And I'm sure half this wasn't even Belichick's decision. I feel like that was all, a lot of that was front office. I don't know, man. I think Belichick saw Tom Brady being so successful without him and he took it personally. And, and he just, they just signed two tight ends, uh, Hunter Henry and uh, Titans guy, uh, Johnny, Johnny Smith both to like $12.5 million contracts, which puts them in like the top six highest paid tight ends, both on the same team. So that was a little interesting. They, oh, they, as far as like paying their players, like that's, there's a ridiculous amount of money being spent there. Yeah, that's a thing. In free agency, they, they just signed a bunch of players that just came off of like really good years. So mm-hmm. it's they're at the peak of what they're worth and like what how much money they're going to have to pay for them. So that's like, to me, that's such a bad business decision, but... You know, they're that, des- that maybe they're desperate. The- they're desperate. They're probably losing fans. They're probably losing their Patriots fans to becoming Bucks fans now. So, which pisses me off so much. I mean, I get it. That team has had Tom Brady for so long. I'm sure fans are gonna want to follow that guy wherever he goes. Kind of like LeBron. Yeah, same type of thing. Don't you hear? He bought. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a partial partial owner of the Red Sox now. That's pretty sick. Honestly, good for him. Yeah. Because I, I'm. I think he's trying to have a stake in every single professional sports league except its own. Except his own. I don't think players can own the league. Like they can't have owns. Like they can't own teams that they're playing for, right? Uh, well, Michael Jordan owns the uh, Wizards or Hornets. Uh, used to be the Wizards. 
Uh, Anywho, he, well, he never owned the Bulls while he was playing. For he was them. on the Wizards. He owns the Hornets now. You made me second guess myself. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. You're the biggest Michael Jordan fan I've ever met in my life, too. So I'm actually <laughs> shocked that I did that. No, you're good. But I, uh, it was good for LeBron. But um, what do you think? So you kind of mentioned it, but what do you think about Fitz Magic to the the football team? I think um, <laughs> he just made the team a lot cooler. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> They're kind of sleeper picks, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fitz Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of those quarterbacks where like you want to see better of him. But he, sometimes he just can't perform. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah. can't do it. He, like because when was the last time he got one of his teams to the playoffs? Besides, because no, I'm not counting the uh, the Titans here because he didn't even start that game. The Dolphins last year, but I mean they he switched off a lot with Tua. Yeah, and I mean they they like whenever Tua would do bad, they would throw in Fitzpatrick, which shows you like. He's still got that veteran, and he's he can still get the job done. Well, so- I just think about that one pass that he had last year mm-hmm. where he was getting dragged down by his face mask and still threw it and completed the pass. And I'm just like, why the hell wouldn't you want that guy on your team? Oh, no, 100%. And I actually compare him to Alex Smith in a lot of ways as far Definitely. as like football IQ and just like being a league vet. And uh, now they'll have in common of playing for Washington. Yeah, I don't. They didn't bring their Alex Smith isn't on the team anymore. Yeah, so I don't know what the I don't know where he's going to go. I would have accepted him over Andy Dalton, even though I would have been holding my breath the entire time walk, watching him play because that dude is fragile. That guy's so made of fragile. Class. That's the only difference between him and Fitzpatrick is their legs. Yeah, but um, and Fitzpatrick is just unafraid to chuck the ball whenever he wants but exactly i mean he's still got a cannon alex smith's kind of getting up there in age too yeah both of them but I, I, i'll be I, sad to see those guys go yeah so. me too i mean there's just a lot of you and i are just at the point where like we grew up or we're at the awkward point in our lives where like a lot of the players that we've like known since we were like, we were, like kids are like yeah. starting to retire now yeah drew Brees officially retired yeah so that's uh he's gone ben ben roethlisberger's coming back but Come on, whatever. I, we don't like that guy much yeah. anyway. But um, yeah. so speaking of Dolphins quarterbacks, though, Jacoby Brissett was signed by the Dolphins. Oh yeah. So that's that's interesting to, to me because it again shows that they don't have the most confidence in Tua. No, not at all. And we saw that a lot last year. Yeah. So I know. so I I don't know if that's the answer. I I know a lot of people are big on that move because he was on what was he on the Colts last year. Uh, oh no, Rivers was on the Colts. He was a backup. Okay. Yeah. Because now uh, Carson Wentz, dude, so much is happening in the NFL. I'm not going to be able to process it until it happens or until the league comes back. Um, Tyrod Taylor went to the Texans. Yeah, this is one of the most insane off seasons that I've seen in recent history. It's crazy. I think the Texans have now. I think the Bears have might have surpassed the Texans as the worst like franchise in the NFL. The worst, Texans. Yeah. Worst managed franchise. I don't know, man. The Bears are looking. They're, uh, they're kind of competing for that. I feel like well, that's right what now. I'm, I said. I think they surpassed them. Oh, sur- okay. Yeah. So I, I, and it I all would have rather had the... Tyrod Taylor signed. So yeah, it's been brutal. Well, anyway, my my heart's gonna go out to Houston fans still, just because like. I am I am a sympathizer for the Houston Texans. Now I feel like we're in the same playing field, so I know their pain. And yeah, we can we can join together. Tip your hat, running. Yeah, I will. Okay. All right. So Brennan, let's go ahead and get into basketball then. So real quick, some NBA news that I saw today that I thought was pretty breaking. So Myers Leonard 
Um, they, I saw something. I don't. I couldn't tell exactly what it was because I couldn't read the article. I just saw the headline. So bear with me here. I don't know if you've seen uh-huh. this yet, but uh, like going to OKC, but not playing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know what he was signed as, but I don't know either. But then, like, I saw like the like the sump headline said, "Oh, uh, Leonard won't be expected to be with uh, the Thunder." And I'm like, okay, so why wow. would you put that there? And then, so wait, so the Heat just got Trevor Ariza for free, pretty much. Yeah. Huh. And then uh, there was something else about like the 2027 draft pick. I saw that. I saw somebody. Somebody said that they are looking to draft the kid that sniped at Miles Leonard <laughs> in, in Warzone <laughs> with the 2020, because that's what, six years? The 13-year-old kid in Warzone. But that honestly, when you brought that up to me last week, Brennan, I think that was the hardest I've laughed with you in my car. <laughs> Dude, it's it, it's still so crazy. Yeah. Warzone ruined this guy's NBA career. It's ruined my life too, but not because of racial slurs or anything like that. Oh, I just because it consumes it, your life. Yeah, it consumes my life. <laughs> That's fair. That's I don't fair. even know how to have a real conversation with anyone anymore. This is all scripted. Okay. <laughs> it's all scripted. <laughs> this is actually we're just speaking in a cod lobby right now. That's yeah, where we're I have a headset this. on, like yeah. act, like I have a controller in my we're, hand. I'm not even doing anything. With we're it. playing search and destroy right now. So. Yeah. No, but we do need to have a streaming episode where like we no, can just dude, get on Twitter. Are, try- are you trying to get Miles Leonard right now? No. Yeah. So you probably shouldn't be on camera. Okay. See, hit- so he and Tfue are like two of like a million that have like gotten caught saying something racist on Twitch. You and I aren't racist people. No. So we would not like do that. Yeah. No, I know. I've. I don't want to stream. I don't think that's for me. Okay, fine. I'll stream I'll and stream. you you be the top comment and you're going to be like, yo, dude, uh, more people you. join this lobby. I'll give you like 100 subs. I'll harass you until you slip up and say something horrible. Why would you do that, man? <laughs> On St. Patrick's Day of all And then this. catch you in 4K. You're the worst. All right. Anyway, but yeah, as far as March Madness goes, so it starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We are hella excited about the that. The playing games, right? The first four are yes. tomorrow. Yeah. And Brennan and I were actually going to do some paper brackets on the show, but uh, my printer wasn't working and Brennan doesn't have one. So it would have taken too long. anyway. It would have so taken too long anyway. But um, yeah, we had a great interview with uh, Matt Walls regarding the brackets. So without further ado, insight. what's up? He had a lot of good insight. That is correct. Great so, interview. Yeah. Great treat for you guys. You're going to love it. it. You're going to love it. All right. But, but without further ado, here is Matt Walls. Bruh. All right, we now welcome on our first guest for Spice Things Up, Matthew Walls, who's a fellow J School student here at University of Nebraska-Lincoln and a college basketball guru. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. I'm honored to be the first guest. I guess I didn't even know that was a thing. But Yeah, you, sh- you should be. So, uh, Brennan, let's go ahead. Yeah, uh, Matt, how many uh, you fill out any brackets yet? How many are you uh, looking at right now? Yeah, I think I'm up to about probably somewhere around 10, but I'm kind of waiting for tonight, you know, they finally get the teams locked in at midnight tonight. So finally have an actual understanding where some of those teams are with the whole COVID thing going on. Yeah, I saw that. There's a few teams that were uh, some big teams too, like Virginia, Kansas. Those guys are waiting on uh, some traveling issues. But uh, how does it feel after a year of not having it, uh, getting back into the swing of March Madness? feels amazing i still can't believe they took it away from us last year i'm ready to go right on the cusp of it too you're there do you sleep like so like the first like morning of march do you just wake up and like just does the air like hit different 
Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Mark, it's my birthday month. Like, this shit starts oh. happening. So it's, Dude, it's, it's your birthday. It's collection. It's 21st. It's this weekend. It's right Ooh. on Sunday. So yeah, we'll have, some, we'll have some day games going on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually, like, one of the most perfect scenarios I can think of, like, as a college student, too. Just having, like, a birthday, like, in March, like, during March Madness, that's honestly got to be the best thing ever. It's usually during spring break, too, which is always pretty nice. Yeah. Right none none of that this year. No. God, <laughs> why, why would we have that? That's all right. We'll pour one out for that later. All right. Well, first of all, real quick, I want to know. All right. So, since you filled out a bracket already, I want to know who you have in your Sweet 16 right now because I kind of want to know your divisional leaders. So, just go ahead and start with, like, the like West. The whole Sweet 16? You got it. All right. Yeah. So I got Gonzaga, obviously. I think I, I'm going maybe a little outside the box with this one right away, but I don't love Creighton this year. I think they're madly inconsistent with the whole Virginia kind of COVID thing. I agree. I got Ohio actually sneaking into this. Ooh. Yeah. I've been watching the tape. Yeah. You know, this, this Jason Preston guy looks legit. I'll be excited to actually watch them play. I didn't watch a ton of their conference. So, wait, let me, let me pose this question for you because I actually indeed also have Ohio winning first round. I actually have Santa Barbara beating Creighton my first round because I don't know. I, I don't okay. like any of those five and fours. Too, but I just – I don't know. Santa Barbara hasn't played anybody real this year. There's nobody in the net top 75 that they play. That, that was That's fair. Out. Let me also disclose, Brennan is completely biased against Creighton right now because of Greg McDermott. <laughs> Not just because of that. Why would you want to yeah. play for that guy? Come exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry to interrupt, but I just had to get that out there too. No, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I don't know, especially with – I mean, I just think with how badly they got beat by Georgetown, I think they'll come out and win a game. They kind of have to have a redemption there. Like, that was just ugly. Just for sure. Would you consider yourself a Creighton fan? God, no. Oh, no. Okay. Barely a Nebraska fan. He bleeds red, <laughs> folks. No. Barely. North Carolina for life, baby. Carolina blue. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, so, real quick, I have Iowa, actually. Um, so, I, I went ahead and made a bracket with a group of buddies. So, I have Iowa beating uh, Grand Canyon, Oregon, and Kansas. What is your opinion on that? I like oh, it. I kind of had the same thing, Sweet 16? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good to do it. that. I was getting there, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I got Iowa going that far too as well. But I instead of Kansas, I guess I had USC in there. I think just you know, Kansas has the two big guys, Wilson and McCormick, were both the guys on the COVID thing. They're gonna have to go up against Evan Mobley, who's arguably gonna be a top three draft pick this year. I think it might be tough for them, especially if they're kind of, you know, winded coming off the whole COVID thing out of shape. Who knows where they're gonna be. So you think COVID will be an advantage to USC then? I do. But they're also madly inconsistent, too. They could lose to Drake in the first round. So, it's honestly, it's all a toss-up this year. But that's, that's kind of where my mind went. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I've just noticed. Like, even though, like, you can make a bracket and, like, just know everything about college basketball. And then after that first week, like, everything you know is just gone pretty much. Just because with how many upsets that have been, like, the last – I mean, so not counting last year, but, like, say, like, two, three years ago. Like, that was, the, like, some of the most upsets I've ever seen just the first round alone. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was at B-dubs, just eating some wings and just watching, like, one seeds lose. It was actually kind of nice. So, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. So, that's the, uh, that's the West. Um, okay, so who do you got going on forward as well? Uh, to the end out of the West, I got Gonzaga over Iowa in the Elite Eight. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. am, am I crazy to take USC over Iowa in the Elite Eight? I don't think so. I don't know. You know, you get my sleeper out of trouble. Like I know, I know. We'll so see. They just—I mean, USC just can't shoot threes, and that's the one thing Iowa does better than almost anybody, which is kind of the toss-up there. Like if they're hitting them, the pride just blows blow them out. So yeah, Iowa is another team that we, you know, I might not be able to always hide any bias I have against them, but they're also a team that I feel guards, they're very dependent on Garza and, you know, get like three, four tournament games in that dude could be just gassed and might run out of steam. That's what worries me a little bit about them, but at the same time, you know, USC is kind of the same situation um, with their big man, and Iowa probably does have the better like supporting cast around him. So I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm letting the bias get a, the best of me. I, I guess I just remember they played UNC early in the year, and literally like the first ten three pointers they shot all went in. None of them touched the rim. Like it <laughs> was so maddening to watch. Like they just pissed me off. So. I think that's just stuck in my head for Iowa that's getting fair. to that point. But I just, I don't mean, Gonzaga got him the first time. I don't think Iowa's was going to beat him the second time. Okay. So we want Iowa to lose still, though, right? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. Grand Canyon. But I also want my picks to win. So, you know, yeah, you yeah. there for a while. Well, either way, it's a win win for you because either like the team that we hate the most loses and then, or like your pick hits. Like, it's really yeah. just. Best of both worlds. So. Yeah, that would have been like me betting against the Chiefs for the Super Bowl, which I kind of wish I did low key, but, but <laughs> still bringing it up. Yeah, I'm still bringing it. Hey, I'm still it. getting over it. It's all right. It takes time. Um, okay, what so do you I'm think gonna... about them signing Joe Tooney, just as kind of going off the college basketball thing. Quick, but I mean, it's a good sign. I agree. Um, I was actually not too surprised to see uh, like Fisher and. Um, What's his face, Gil? I can't remember his Schwartz. name right now. Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah. Mitchell Schwartz. I, I was not sad to see them go, and I knew it was just because of, like, salary reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually saw that, like, Mahomes, like, Hill and Kelsey took pay cuts, too, just to, like, bring more guys in, which I appreciate. But, yeah, I just – I'm not a fan of the Chiefs' offensive line. So, um, honestly, I just – whatever will make the team better, I'm going to be happy with. Fair. At least, That's me at least cutting off reflected off. failures. Wait, what? Yeah. You got Mahomes. I mean, being a Vikings fan is so tough. We have the worst offensive line like every goddamn year, so I feel that pain. Hey, uh, you could be the Colts. Could be the Bears. Or the Bears. Could be the Bears. Could be the Bears. That's always the big one. Or the (laughs) the Jets or the Bengals. You could be a lot of teams. So just consider yourself lucky amongst most. All right. Well, speaking of teams that need help and uh, possible injuries might plague them, Michigan – do you have them in your Sweet 16? Going, moving down the bracket into I the East. I do at this point, but I also really like LSU. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys watched that SEC final. Like, sure did. It was, it was insane. I mean, that offense can get going at any time, but they just can't seem to close out a game. That's kind of what scares me. Like, I remember watching them play Texas Tech earlier this year. They're up like. 11 points with a minute left and they somehow blew the lead. Like, I don't know how that happened. I would call yeah. that kind of a once, once in the season, like play style. I don't think I'm going to see that in the tournament just because the atmosphere is so much different. 
In, so, in what terms? So I'm, I'm LSU? thinking, that, yeah, in LSU. I think Michigan's going to be their dominant selves and go ahead and take a Sweet 16. Yeah, I, I, I think that too. But I, I guess without liver, it's just, it kind of scares me now. It definitely scares me more than it would have coming up if they had it. Same here. That's a fair concern. But, um, okay, so kind of moving on then to the East, what do you have against um, – or do you have Georgetown in your Sweet 16? Uh, no, God, no. I don't have <laughs> – Really? Okay. Um, I, no, I, I like Colorado. I guess McKinley Wright, their best player, three-time, but all Pac-12 first team. He's, he's from Minnesota, so I ride with my dog there. Oh, yeah. I uh, love him. And then, yeah, it's just, I got them Colorado losing to Florida State in the second round, though. Seen enough of Florida State this year. They're huge. Their point guards, goddamn six nine. It's so. What's the rest of your uh, Sweet Sixteen then looking like for the, the East? Bottom, I got Connecticut, which I know has kind of been a talked about pick, but them going over Alabama and then facing Texas in the Elite Eight. Not a big Bama rider this year. Ah, I am, but like if they don't hit their threes, they're gonna lose. They live and die by that thing, and I, perimeter B is what. UConn does best, so it's kind of like a strength-for-strength matchup there. There's something about seeing UConn in the bottom left of a bracket that you just can't go against them, you know? You can't bet against them. They have a basketball history. Like, it's an aroma around them. It's so hard to resist program. It is. Did you say you had uh, Texas beating UConn? Uh, Yeah. Yep. And then I, I had them going up against Florida State. Ooh. Oh, Florida State over Michigan. I oh, think they got the bodies to handle Dickinson inside. I like it. Matt, I'm going to base my bracket off of what you're saying here <laughs> and just Good. embarrass my friends. <laughs> in this is going to be 100%. We're both going to win that billion dollars or whatever Warren Buffett hands out. Every Warren day. Buffett, he's going to build me a house <laughs> that looks exactly like the College of Business here. All right. So, who do you have going into the final four then? I got Texas. I think they stay hot. Shaka Smart has hair. Yeah, can't bet against that guy. The three perimeter guys was it Ramey, Coleman, and Andrew Jones? They're all they're all studs. They can all shoot. They hit their free throws, which is a big thing for me, especially after watching Nebraska this year. It's impressive all the teams that can actually make free throws. Yeah, we are at them. <laughs> yeah, I got them going to the final four, dude. And they're they're um, center. Uh, Jericho Sims, mm-hmm. that Another dude, boy, baby. that dude is a beast. Yeah, that's a. If I'm a NBA team, I'm looking at that guy for like a potential lottery pick. That dude is actually insane and athletic for a big guy. And it's actually their backup center too, Ty Jones, who might be the lottery pick. Is the fun thing? Really? Yeah. Been talking about him, kind of top fifteen range. He can go stretch out, hit the three when he comes off the bench. So they got they got depth in there. Sure. I'm like in Texas. Yeah. I actually – Matt, can I go with my Final Four real quick? Just kind of based off this conversation right now, I got uh, Gonzaga in Texas, and then I got Baylor in Illinois. Yep. Is that a fair Final Four to have right now? That's pretty much what I got too. I guess okay. I, I, it might be a little recency bias with Baylor losing, but I, I have Ohio State over them just because I'm a Big Ten rider, baby. Okay. That's completely fair. I want to know who you have. Um, okay, so you got Gonzaga and Illinois, I'm guessing, in your championship? Yes, sir. Okay, who do you have taking it all? Illinois. Too hot right now. They look I like agree. Too much fun. 
<laughs> they're fun to watch. I, I don't believe fully in Gonzaga. I think playing cupcake teams the last two and a half months of the season kind of, you know, wears on them. You could see that when they, you know, go out and they're down to 10 by BYU, against BYU. Like, they should be steamrolling them like they did in the second half of the whole game. Yeah. I don't know. I think that adds up eventually. Well, and I kind of feel like based off Gonzaga's history being in this tournament too, um, I just think they kind of have like that superior complex. You know, like they think that they could just kind of go in and just get that far every year. Because you know, you've just talked about how they've been kind of playing recently. Like I'm not confident that they can beat Illinois in a national championship. But at the same time, are they due? You know what I mean? They've never won it. Are they, they due? They could be due. Like stay that way, though. That's what I hope for. <laughs> Were the Bucks due for a Super Bowl, Brennan? The what? No. I said, were the Bucks due for a Super Bowl, Brennan? And no, they weren't. They were more due than the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not getting into this. All right, well, <laughs> Jacob, you got a little excited and wanted to hear who we had winning it really quick. But we, I still want to hear out how the Sweet 16 is looking for you on the right side of the bracket. So, I, I don't know about you, but... I think Baylor, out of all the one seeds, has like the hardest, um, the hardest like uh, bracket to get out of. Maybe Michigan, but yeah, I think Michigan's up there. That might just be due to injury, but yeah, Baylor is definitely they got a rough spot up there. Yeah. So who do you got? Who do you got coming out of that one in the Sweet Sixteen? Sweet Sixteen, I got Baylor, and they're going up against. Winthrop, baby. Whoa, yeah. big south. <laughs> Again, one of those nice, they got the 6'9 point guard, that Chandler Val Green nice. guy. And I've been watching him. He looks nice. They're going up against Villanova the first round. I think that's an easy win now that Gillespie's out. And then, I don't know, I just, something about Purdue this year. If they stick that 7'4 guy in all game, maybe they just have too much size. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's huge. Something about Purdue, they just, I feel like they create these guys in a lab. They just always have some giant center. Yeah, well, hasn't Purdue been unranked for most of the season? Yeah, kind of 20-ish unranked, somewhere around there. Yeah, but they, they've been pretty solid in the Big Ten, 18-9. and nine. That's yeah, their that's, record right now. It's pretty yeah. good for a Big Ten Big Ten record. They ended up ahead of Ohio State. At the end of the regular season, they got four seeds. But. So, I, uh, I mean, they're one of those teams when it comes to March – I never have any idea what to do with them, um, especially like two years ago when they, they went to the Elite Eight, didn't they, with uh, Carson Edwards was shooting lights out whole tournament. So, I don't know. You think Winthrop can uh, knock I, I them off? I just feel like there's something crazy is going to happen. I had to get a couple of them in there, you know, just because you don't know. That just felt like the best team to me. Like, they're, I feel like they got that 5-12 seed game on lock in the first round. Now it's Gillespie out, but they could obviously lose there too. Like, I don't know if it shows sure. up and plays their game, but I don't know. Right. It tells me that North Texas could beat Purdue in the first round, too. Like it's like I've, I've seen that as well. Wait, okay. So I had Purdue over Villanova then. You did? Yeah. So I had, okay, so nice. I had Baylor v. Purdue, right? In the Sweet 16? Sweet 16, yeah. I just want to hear. Is that a good take? I, I just need um, – I need, like – I need reassurance that I'm going to be okay. Need a hype up Baylor. I, I, I really like Baylor this year. I think they're good. Like, they're, they got a bunch of shooters. They shoot, like, 40-something percent from three as a team, which is just insane. It's crazy. The only thing they really don't have is a ton of size inside, but 
they got what, Flo Samba and Jonathan Chamawa Chachwa. <laughs> They're both just <laughs> solid names. And they, they do their job. They get it done. And then Mark Vidal, even though he's only 6'5", is still one of the best rebounders. Did you say Flo, Flo Famba? Flo Famba. I think that's Famba, right? It's, is it just Mo Bamba with like one of those like mustaches to try and disguise him? <laughs> <laughs> might as well be. He doesn't get a play on the magic at all. He might as well just go back to college. So um, I know I, you said you had Ohio State. So obviously you have them making it out of the first two rounds. Um, do you have – how far do you have Arkansas going? I got Ohio State beating them. Really. So I, I, I see, I see. I do, like everybody's been talking about that first-round matchup where it's going to be up and down against Colgate. I think that'll be a great game to watch. I just don't see Arkansas losing that one. Just, I agree. They're a deep how, team. they got better players. How cool would it be, though, Colgate won, made it to the Sweet 16, and Oral Roberts won. It made it to the Sweet 16. So you got Colgate toothpaste up against Oral Roberts, which sounds like a dentist school. Sweet 16 matchup. That would be sick. I'm just saying right now, I might have to to take that in one of my brackets. (laughs) That makes me want to go brush my teeth right now, man. Yeah, you probably should. It doesn't seem likely, (laughs) but who knows what could happen. It's, It's March, you know. Yeah. All right, should we uh, go down to this last part of the bracket real quick? Go through that. Yes, we shall. All right, so we got uh, number one seed of this one is Illinois. Let's. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on these guys. I think, I mean, you know, we were talking earlier. Those, those are my eventual champions, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm very high on them. Io and Kofi Coburn, not Cockburn. Yep. Aha. Uh-huh. Is uh, they're they're the, best, they're the best duo that I think I've seen in a while. It feels like, which you know, might just be because they missed basketball last year, so I've been waiting on something. But yeah, they've been playing out of this world lately, defeating everybody, and they've all been good teams. So it's it's hard to pick against them. For me. Definitely. So who do you have them playing in the Sweet Sixteen? Oklahoma State. Yes, sir. Gage that's Cunningham. that's Get the matchup of the century, right there. I am so looking forward to that. If he's not on the goddamn T-Wolves next year, I'm going to be so fucking mad. Dude, he, he – it's like those are the two best players. Io, in my opinion, Io, at least in college basketball right now, Io and Cade Cunningham. So to see them, it, that should be like a Elite Eight Final Four matchup right there. I think Oklahoma State kind of got shafted yeah, on their uh, position in this one, especially like West Virginia. I think they – I think Oklahoma State in this – Region should be the three seed. They beat them twice. Twice in the last like week and a half. Exactly. It, it really so, didn't make sense there. It kind of felt like it was a little set in stone at that point. Yeah, it's that's a tough draw for them. But who do you so you have Illinois taking care of them? I got Illinois beating them, but that I mean, Cunningham keeps it close every game. That guy turns it on in the second half like nobody else, which you know, it's a little scary, but I still think I mean you saw the way Ohio State fought back against Illinois and they still finish him off like yeah, finish it. I think it's their year. I don't know. They just they just had that vibe watching them Sunday play. That's why. Until they get to Illinois. Exactly. Then they meet the behemoth. All right. So bottom half of the bracket. How, how's that one looking? Don't know bottom what to do half, with it. Uh, I got West Virginia coming out against Rutgers. I went a little surprise there. Another Big Ten bias, but I don't know. Not not a huge Houston fan. I still don't think they've played anybody that tough again. 
kind of like the Gonzaga argument. Quinn Grimes has been really good this year, but you know, they're they're a deep team. They play defense, but so does Rutgers. It's kind of where they match up. And I just think Rutgers, you know, they had that really shitty loss to Nebraska. They got yeah. it up a little bit since then. I, I don't know if I can forget about that one, man. I don't know if I can let it go. I don't either, but you know, they were saving it. That's not a thing. They just saved it. They gave up. You're right. So you said you got you got West Virginia over Rutgers, then? Yes. Okay. Yep. So they go up against Illinois, and then Illinois slaps them to pieces. <laughs> so you think uh, Illinois' biggest test of this region is going to be Oklahoma State? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, like obviously, like we just said, West Virginia just lost twice to Oklahoma State. They yeah. didn't even play. Yeah. Still don't. Oh, you're right. You're right. Dang. Yeah, I, I agree. Matt, Masked Io is on a mission. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see they put it on the statue there too? Like I that, did. That was so that sick. Yeah. That's what that's what got me all in on Illinois. I'm like, I don't even go there, but I'm I'm all in now. So um all right. I just gotta ask. Tar Heels, how what do you think that they could possibly pull off that upset? Yeah, I mean, against Baylor, round, right? First round is definitely going to be tough against Wisco. I'm not know. excited about that. They'll slow it down and try to force us to make turnovers. So if we get through that and then we play Baylor, again, they don't have a lot inside, which is where the Tar Heels thrive. I mean, they got four big guys who are all just freaks, but mm-hmm. and they can crash the class. So I think there's a chance there, but I also think with the way Baylor plays on ball defense and the way our guards honestly just dribble the ball. It's going to be tough. They'll probably have 20 turnovers in the first half. <laughs> so you see UNC going over Wisconsin, though? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I have that as well. I, I think that's going to be one of the, like, the best matchups, though, of the first round. It's so crazy to see UNC versus Wisconsin 8-9. All the 8-9 games are going to be really good. Like, that's true. Loyola, well, Georgia Tech's going to be a dog fight. Oklahoma, Missouri, Oklahoma. Those teams are both, like, Top 15, right at this point, some point this year. Yeah, no, you're right. Missouri beat Illinois. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, LSU and St. Bonnie is kind of a slept on team, too. I think they, yeah, Illinois, they could end up winning that first round against LSU and maybe pulling Michigan upset, too. Who knows? Matt, I also want to know what the best way to watch these games is. How how do you do it? How do you do this? Uh, I got like the NCAA app, but then I scream it. Oh, no, I meant yeah. like, like how do you celebrate during these games and partake and watch? Celebrate? It? Oh, I mean, you sit down, you get some wings, you get some beer. So oh yeah, watch the sport. I wanted oh, to yeah. hear that out of someone else's mouth too, so I'm just glad we're on the same page about this. <laughs> that is my go. Like beer and wings is like my go-to for like every like sit down watching a sporting event if I can help it. Absolutely. You gotta get the fingers a little messy. You like to get into something too. You know? Yeah, then high five your friends, forearm with your wing sauce still on it. Uh, oh, that's pretty across. gross. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got one. I got one more question. Um, so, are you a big time like root for the Cinderella teams, or are you kind of like bracket going by the bracket? Yeah, I mean, I've the dream is to have the perfect bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's going for once. Once they all get fucked up, you know, then I'm all for the Cinderella team, sure, as long as they're not playing North Carolina. That's kind of right. So who, who's the one Cinderella team, like, that you don't have necessarily on your bracket, but that you could see, like, making that crazy 
maybe final four push. Oh, I mean, what we call Cinderella, are we going under like a eight seed, like the bottom half or? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I've seen Georgia Tech a lot this year. They obviously played the scariest. I think they can make some noise, but they also run up against Illinois the second round. But they do have two very good players that match up pretty well with Justin Moon Cockburn and Moses Wright and Jose Alvarado. Mm-hmm. They can make some noise. Um, I mean, I don't think you can ever count out Syracuse in the future. Yeah. I don't I don't want them to do anything, but they have in the boys. That guy, he's been on his cranky shit all year, him and Coach K, and you know, he finds a way to get it done come tournament time. That's another team like UConn where I feel like Syracuse lives in that bottom half of the right bracket and always ends up doing something. So that that game down there makes me a little nervous. Who do they play? San Diego State. Who do you have winning that one actually? Let's I kinda wanna hear your I, I have Syracuse right now, but I do I don't hate San Diego State. I mean, I think it'll be close. I just, I, yeah, just that zone just seems to, you know, kind of give teams. And I mean, I don't think San Diego State would normally have this draw considering they're on different coasts. So they probably, yep. like, now with it all being in Indy this year, they probably got that more of a surprise. I don't know if you get a week of practice, if that's enough. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, Jacob, you got anything else? No, Matt, thank you so much for coming on, though. Um, I think we're officially going to have to refer to you for any basketball talk that we go on about for the show. Dude, we might have to just kind of call you in Wednesday nights when we do this. Anytime you need me, I'm there. Uh, awesome. Put you on the speakerphone over the mic. But, yeah, seriously, though, uh, Matt, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate this. You are definitely going to help out my my bracket this year. So Me too. Um, so. Hey, that's what I'm here to do. Let's go. Right. Thanks for having me, boys. Yep, no props. See you, Matt. Bruh. All right, we are back. Um, yeah, Waz is a great guy. So, Brennan, that's actually got me in the mood right now. I want to hear right now, uh, finally, since that interview happened, who do you think is going to win it all this year? Yeah, so I've had a couple couple of days to let it simmer in my brain who I think I'm going to take all the way. And with every bracket that I filled out, I've just come to the same conclusion, man. I don't... St- see how i can not take illinois, illinois. yeah Jinx. i just jinx you owe me a soda yeah but um you owe me a monster energy drink <laughs> who we're not sponsoring no not sponsoring but um but i just there's there's a few teams don't get me wrong there's teams that i think can win it but i don't like a team as much as i like illinois because they're just so fun to watch and they're close to home close to home for us for us both um wow. Well, I guess you, you, but it's still Big Ten. Yeah. So we, we, we're, we're Big Ten guys. We'll, we'll root for a Big Ten team. Except other for than, Wisconsin. Other than Wisconsin, maybe Michigan. I kind of have Michigan not doing as well in, in my tournament bracket. But After talking to Walls yesterday, um, I do not have him doing very well anymore either. Yeah. So it, it's we still do like the Big Ten, but it, it's slim pickings sometimes. But Slim pickings. Illinois is not one of those teams. I do like them a lot. I'm not afraid to root for them. Um, they have two of the f- most fun players to watch. Um, I, th- I think they can do it. Yeah. I actually, so I completely agree with you, and I do think Illinois is going to win. But if any case they're out, I'm taking Gonzaga. I think, I just think we talked about this, this with Walls too. They're due. Yeah. They're due for a win eventually. I've, yeah, I've flipped my opinion on that. And now I agree with you guys because I remember. 
not agreeing. You earlier. weren't uh, you weren't big on the Zags. I was not big on the Zags. You were zigzagging the Zags. Well, because here's the thing: like ever since middle school, I'd have them winning, or at least going to the Final Four, or I'd have them winning, and that never happened. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, because they've only they've only made the the national championship once. Yeah. Do you know? So. Do you remember that movie Meet the Robinsons? You know that kid, the orphanage that's like yeah. just waiting to leave. He it never feels like picked. a fever dream, but yeah. Yeah. So the kid that's just waiting there every year and he gets bitter about it. That's how I feel about Gonzaga not winning a national championship. <laughs> you feel like a little orphan boy? Yeah, Goob. Goob. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> that's his name. Well, that's an interesting anecdote, but we'll run with it. Thank you. I'm glad someone appreciates it. <laughs> I ran that by like three people earlier. Like, no, don't do that. Don't don't bring it up, man. No, I will we'll we'll run with it for now. But uh my coworkers don't let me talk about my podcast at work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh another one other team that I really think and I this is I guess not great insight because these are all one seeds, but Baylor so good. Baylor's yeah, they're they're doing great. I was actually so my dark horse team right now, I would probably have to say is Iowa. Really? Yeah. Yeah. With I how mean, they've been playing recently and you know, like they're doing they're like they're coming up in the Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Big Ten teams that I don't root for, you have the Iowa Hawkeyes. But I will admit they're we hate a good them. team. They they are fantastic three point shooting and everyone knows Luca Garza. Yeah. If you watch college basketball, you know who Luca Garza is. He's he's insane. He's a cheat code. But I don't know, dude. I I think they've got upset written all over them. Yeah. I, I do. In the first round? Not first round. Because the, that's the 15 seed, whatever, Grand, Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. But I will admit, I won't be not cheering for Grand Canyon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't I won't not root for them, but uh, I don't have them winning in my brackets. So. No, same here. It's um, That's another one of those win-win situations like we talked about, how like either way you're going to be happy with the outcome because either I was going to clench the bracket or like they're going to lose, which is going to make us happy like morally. Honestly, I think I would probably root for an Iowa upset more than getting like two or three games right in my bracket. Yeah. Just that's not gonna bust your bracket to just, if they just, lose. Just to know that all Iowa fans might not sleep as well that night. Watch Grand Canyon completely like take the like tournament too. They just win it all. <laughs> yeah. Beat Gonzaga, beat Illinois in the final or in the championship. I think that would actually be one of the greatest sports moments of all time. And you know what? I'd I wouldn't be honored even be to be alive during that time. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't, no. Honestly, yeah. That would, might be like one of the greatest sports moments. Like yeah, sports technically feats. speaking, I can't actually give people money to put it like to make a bracket. So like I'm not losing anything regardless of any of this outcome. This is all just from my What pride. do you mean? Like I can't I can't do any entries or anything like that. Oh, but you can fill out your own bracket. I can fill it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a free bracket pool with my friends, but uh like we're keeping it kosher and like moral and not gambling because gotcha. i can't i'd be in trouble if I did well i've been so. recording this whole conversation and i'm sending it to the big time so i'm out here <laughs> no yeah i'm excited can't wait it's i'm lucky that this stupid ass bears thing happened this week where i can now distract myself with just hours and hours of college basketball because that's what i'm gonna have to do to keep my mind off it over under okay so you're a wings guy when you watch basketball right it depends are you gonna get some wings this week it's more than likely. Okay. Over under. Um, how? Okay. Let's say this. How many wings you eat over under? Mm, let's do 60. Uh, I will take the under. Under. No, no, no not in one sitting. Over the weekend? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to eat 60 wings. You don't? No. You I, think I could? 
I definitely think you could. Okay. I think you saying the number 60 is proves to me that you think you can eat 60. <laughs> For those that don't know, I actually ate uh, 72 Burger King chicken nuggets uh, last May in one sitting. Uh, it was within, um, I think it was within an hour. Wow. Yeah. Burger King ones? Yeah. Oh. Um, don't know how I did it. I've That's done like- so many stupid food challenges. I've done the Blazing Challenge at B-Dubs. I've eaten the world's hottest chip. Dude. Like... That 72 wings is like under 10 bucks from BK, isn't it? Uh, chicken nuggets, yeah. Chicken you nuggets. Wings. Oh, wings, whatever they are. They're not They're not either of those things, <laughs> being honest. But that's Just crazy. Slime. That's crazy. It's fried slime. Yeah, can't do that. But yeah. I, I will probably indulge in some, in some wings. So Okay. I'm actually looking forward to this too. And you know what else I'm looking forward to? This Friday... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, my friend. Let's so go. we officially, now that we are in our um, recovery from the horrid WandaVision finale. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, finale, not great. Yeah. No, the show see, itself. The was series great. was great. I didn't like, I didn't hate it at all. But um, so we had like a week just to kind of gather our thoughts. Um, and Brendan and I had our little gripe session on the show. But uh, <laughs> now we got another one to talk about. So yeah, we are super pumped for that to come out on Friday. Uh, we will kind of do the same thing that we did for WandaVision. We'll just go an episode at a time. Um, cause obviously we can't jump ahead if we watch it from week one. Yeah. So then, um, after that, I'll let him do his Peaky Blinders accent to me every day and <laughs> we'll move on with our lives. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I have high expectations because of WandaVision, but I have a feeling it's not going to be on that same caliber, but still Marvel content. I'm going to eat it up. Exactly. And you know, I, I think the one thing that makes me sad is like Cap's dead already. Like, you know, he's going to be. I'm pretty sure they titled the first episode like R.I.P. Cap or something. Really? I don't know. Well, oh, because he, he's old, right? Yeah. So yeah, he got that, super that makes old sense. at the end of uh, Endgame. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't surprise me, but he I, don't, like I don't want to hear any, of I don't want to hear any of your conspiracies or you looking oh, at stuff. Because, no, 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 no. I am because I, I don't want to that. I don't want to know anything. I am more than past that. I promise you. I don't want to know anything before I watch, sit down and watch it. All right. Okay. It will, uh, how am I going to spoil it? You're probably going to watch it You just it told me, me Cap's dead. You just told me that. I doubt it. I'm just implying that it's going to be. I don't know what's going to happen. I That is, okay, easy. This guy's a spoiler. But here's the thing. I'm going to reiterate this because I thought this was hilarious. Uh, like Captain America at the end of Endgame looked like Prince Philip now. Dude, Prince that guy Philip looks like a cigarette. Prince Philip in the back of his car. That's how I feel about Andy Dalton. I just feel deceased. I just feel dead inside. <laughs> that guy. That's how I just feel on the verge of death. Yeah. I, I think that dude is dead. <laughs> He's just, just weekend the, at burning. Weekend at burning him. 100%. He looks like a zombie. How is he not a king if he's married to a queen? She's probably gone, you know? She probably looks just like that, but she's... No, 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 no. He's he's a prince, but he's married to the queen. Oh. So how is he not a king? Well, because she has the royal lineage. Oh, he think. doesn't? Yeah, he doesn't. Okay, so say if he had it and she married him, would she still be the queen or would she still be a princess? Or a duchess or whatever? I don't know. Uh, this is why we don't have a royal family in this country, because yeah. we're above that. Well, because he's ma- married to a queen... Uh... Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So actually, she's not dead. So. She is going to outlive all of us. She will live forever. Yeah. Like, there will be a nuclear Her and like, Betty Cold White. War. Her and Betty White are just oh, going to live She's forever. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, there's a Zach Fox song, and it's like, R.I.P. Betty. Like, he literally starts with, like, R.I.P. Betty White. I know she ain't dead, but when it come up, because I know it is soon. And just, oh. like, starts, like, going right into it. And I was like, well, now I'm sad. 
Her, she's Betty America's White, grandma. Queen Elizabeth, and Sister Jean from Loyola, Chicago oh, are all yeah. just immortal. Dude, Sister Jean. So that's actually perfect that you bring that up because it's like the exact time of year that she's like relevant. Um, like every year. Just speak of three late old ladies that I would be a sugar baby for. <laughs> Is that too far? I don't know. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know, know either. I, I kind of want to hear the context of what you meant by that. Mm, I don't want to go. As in you want to date them for their money? Mm, yeah, we'll say that. So would that be like a sugar grandchild that they are actually also sleeping with? Oof. I don't know. That's a weird, very weird way to put it. Okay. Well, yeah. that, that's what I interpreted that's from not saying a, Yeah, that. no. Not that. Okay. So Brennan is not <sighs> in that stuff then. Not a grandchild that sleeps with their grand, great-grandmother. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I would. I didn't that. think that's what I was saying, but to, to me and to probably our viewers, that sounded like it. But mm, I'll let it go. I think just to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not for that. I just need to make a one more. I need to make it clear. All right. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I guess that's our show. I guess so. So I hope everybody out there has a fun and a safe Saint Yaddy's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you Uber, Lyft. Please don't drive. Yes. You finna die. Yep. So yeah, Brennan. Um, actually has a message for St. Patrick's Day to get, say to you guys. Uh, I made that up. I just kind of wanted to hear him come up with something on the spot. <laughs> yeah, we're on YouTube, uh, Spicing Things Up Podcast. Instagram, Spicing Things Up, Spicing Things Up Pod. I can't talk. And then, um, yeah, our email is still Spicing Things Up uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Send us some content. Now that we have an Insta, if we can't post off from our show directly, if we're not filming, we'll send in any cool vids you guys got if you have any. So, yeah, that's our show. God bless and have the luck of the Irish. <laughs> See you guys. Um, his weaknesses, obviously his chin. You know, it's... Uh, look, don't get me wrong. I like the kid. He's a quiet little hillbilly from the back ass of nowhere. You know, I have nothing against the guy, you know what I mean? I'm sure he grew up in, in, a, in a circus or a fair. You know, he's a nice little kid. So, Cletus, or, you know, his cousin's probably named Cletus or something. I don't know. He's a nice kid. But his chin is going to be, his chin is going to be cracked and it's going to be cracked early.